Blog Talk Radio. to raise the question, what is it that we're going to do independent of white people? It is very, very hard for us to envision a world without white people. But we cannot create our own agenda until and unless we can define an agenda that can envision a world in which they don't exist. Now we have to wake up and come back to the reality of them. But certainly when we talk about a future, we have to talk about a future from our point of view and our historical understanding of reality. Salbona, Habargani, Majwo, Nangadef, Anisogoma, Hetepu, Indamanesh, Indamana, Peace, War, Pain African Greetings Family. This is Kamal McCasey Tahuti in the new shortened Africa's Reascension. Um, as usual, we'll still open up with our pie, our libation, which deliberately calls upon the energies of our African gods, our African spirit forces, and the forces of those yet born to guide and bless this endeavor. A go, a go, a go. Odomakuman, and Yame, and Yame Wa, Treaty Upon. Olorun, Amen Ra.
pick a file that ties in with our topic tonight of militant integrationalism. So let's read what I said on the description and then play the quick music and then go right into it. Babajedi Shimsu Jehudi, formerly known as Dr. Jacob Carruthers, in an ASCAC lecture he did back in the 90s, Gregorian calendar, talked about a classification of individuals within the stolen African camps that get little attention. <clears throat> These black-skinned individuals sound Afrocentric and pro-black, but when one really, really listens to their rhetoric, all they're really doing is demanding inclusion on their terms within the Caucasoid reality. They will scream to wear African clothes, to have African-styled hair, to have African cultural names within the Caucasoid reality, and that is the totality of their fight. They are not about nation-building. They may just want to be seen as African, only surface-level cultural structure only, and will loudly protest for certain things only within Caucasoid reality. Now, there's also another faction of this ilk, within militant integrationists who really don't want anything to do with this, as they would say, African shit. They vocally question anyone who professes a return to African culture ways to move forward, not as a genuine question. That's not an issue. Genuine questions are cool. But these, this ilk, they ask these because they themselves fear and hate Africa and deeply still while sounding Afrocentric all at the same time, want acceptance from and within Caucasoid society and reality. Both of these variants of militant integrationists are usually hard to spot. It takes a discerning ear as well as clarity of the African worldview to spot these pro-black Afrocentric imposters. The hope of this show will be the share the descriptions and how to spot them and how to properly steer away from them. Play a little bit of music and then get right into it. Anyone in the chat room that wants to join in on the discussion, 
Um, the child center is right. I, I don't have the exact address on me, but it's um, right across the street from the Fort Totten Station, right directly across the street from it. So if anybody's not doing anything in the D.C., Maryland, or Virginia area this Saturday, uh, from 3 to 6, come on down and um, hear about Baruti. Um, he's going to be speaking on his book, um, Kibuka, which is which was one of the hardest for me because it was dealing with the Maafa and the um, slavery experience. And if you know Bob Rudy, he doesn't pull any punches. Now, in Centered, I, I recommend this, folks. I recommend this book to pretty much everyone because he consolidates a lot of information. He, he's a good consolidator, if you will. He's read all of the major people. And he's consolidated the information so folks who don't have all the time to go read Dr. Clark, Dr. Ben, Dr. Jackson, Mama Rimba, Amos Wilson, you know, Wade Nobles, all their individual books and see all their individual stuff. He, you know, he pulls a lot of their information together with his own insight, too. And he lays out basically a, a typology of people of African ascent, not descent. But basically, he you know he he has different groupings. With he's got you know the African warrior scholars, the nationalist intellectualizers, the humanist reactors, lost souls, rejectors, sympathetic or apologetic proselytizers, the apathetic proselytizers, um, the hateful eunuchs, passive apolitical Negroes, active calculating Negroes. Non-blacks, crossovers, or passers oh, That's the last group And so, you know, and he's You know, like you say, given the typology So you can fit, get an idea of where you're at Where where your own personal growth needs to be As well as being able to see other folks And, and, and get where they're at And so he doesn't have And, and all the different typologies that I've come across um, Nathan, Julia, Hare uh, they they did a typology of black folks. Um, what was it the black Anglo-Saxons? I think it was in that book, and a few other folks have. But but Baba Jedi Shimsu Jehudi, he brought up a group called militant integrationalists, and this isn't a dissection of what he was talking about. But like I said, in the description, it's basically one grouping. Of, of these militant integrationists are people who um, sound like they African, sound like they pro-black, but when you really get in there and start listening to what they're saying, they're not really talking about nothing deep or or, or long term. Um, so let's juxtapose before we go into a sort of definition of militant integrationists. I want to read. The height of the typology within Censored by Baruti's book on page 47 This is where All of us should be Striving towards There's probably a small group of folks who are actually There right now So let's not all say oh yeah that's I'm already there I think it would probably be closer to say We are moving and striving towards That goal African warrior scholars this group of dedicated, uncompromising, frontline elders, Jagnock and Asafo, are staunch revolutionaries 
who are fighting for the liberation of African people. We recognize that we are our ancestors. Further, we are clearly conscious, so we have no reason to question our being at war for the remembrance, elevation, empowerment, and sovereign liberation of African people. These indefatigable warriors thrive on a strict intellectual diet of proven liberating ideologies, methodologies, and exercises. Always in a state of preparedness, always ready for any exigency, our work is conditioned by the situation. Nonetheless, whatever the situation may be, first and foremost, we turn to the lessons left us by our ancestors for operational instruction for any given situation. Our vision of a whole African people determines the strategies and tactics which will consistently, correctly guide us along the African way in any given circumstance, whatever the condition, whoever the enemy, however few or many our numbers. We are the workers in our centers. So that's African Warrior Scholar. That's where I'm striving towards and and, and Holip striving for and Bester Sar striving for. That's where we're going. That's where we hope to be. Militant integrationalists, however, ain't really down for that. Militant integrationalists have enough information to know that they are not being taken care of by America. So they at least question what's going on. However, the militant integrationist does not have enough relevant knowledge about America, its creation, its purpose, and stolen African sole purpose for being here. Nor does the militant integrationist have enough real knowledge about Africa and how to use her wisdom for present-day solutions to really be effectual in the long term. <clears throat> They still have faith in America while having no faith in Africa. Let me repeat that. They still have faith in America while having no faith in Africa. By not knowing and or not fully reading and or not applying the wisdom of Ani, Okoto, Cambon, and Nobles regarding their research into our African identity, Marimba Ani, Baba Ajay, and Mama Kuiya Kota, um, Dr. Kobe Cambon, and Baba Wade Nobles. They have done excellent, excellent research in dealing with the fact that we are Africans no matter where we are in the world. And usually when you talk to these military integrationists, either they don't know those four people or they have their books but never read those people. So the militant integrationalist has not fully made the break from America, American values, American ideals, nor the American identity. To put it point blankly, we are stolen Africans who reside in America. The militant integrationalist does not want to accept this reality, and however loudly, however loosely wrapped in kente cloth their rhetoric may be, they have not divorced themselves from America. Subsequently, 
all of their ideas, all of the military integrationist ideas are still within Caucasory reality. Now, this also leads the military integrationists to try to wrap Caucasoid ideas in any loose and fragmented African information they may have. Because remember, I'm going going back and forth. There's like two subgroups within the military integrationists: the ones who talk a whole bunch of pro-black, Afrocentric stuff, but it's surface level stuff. They're not dealing with nation building. Then you've got the other ilk who don't want to have nothing to do with Africa stuff. And so we're going to address them in a minute. So so this group may have some information, but it's loose and it's fragmented. They are trying to force the Caucasoid conceived idea. Hear that? Caucasoid conceived idea of socialism into an African reality. Trying to force the Caucasoid ways of governance to fit their vague notions of African sensibilities. The militant integrationalist is adept at using black sounding rhetoric, which disarms most within our camps from listening closely and critically. But when one does, you find they are the flip side of the more quiet, passive integrationists, loud and demanding, but still only of inclusion in and a more comfortable existence in a foreign reality. Now, you can spot a militant integrationist by listening closely to their words and rhetoric. If they are anti-African, Listen to how they question and demean any African knowledge. Or listen to how their pseudo-solutions only rally around a cause or an issue. A militant integrationist isn't usually in the nation-building camps, but if one is masquerading, listen for their American-influenced, Caucasoid value-based pseudo-solutions regarding how to create a nation. If you want a, an exact example of this, um, Mr. Holip did a, uh, like a panel or a symposium on, on creating a nation, on, on, you know, ideas of nation building. And, and I, I, some of those responses with this analysis become crystal clear what was going on there. Folks did not have any information about any African political systems, about any African economic systems. Basically, three out of the four callers there, all they knew was America, and they just wanted to paint it black. I'm sorry, that's not going to get us anywhere. Now, if they only want to blacken up an essentially Caucasoid-conceived nation, Chances are you have stumbled upon a militant integrationist. Now, outside of the African nation-building discussions, you can spot an MI, a militant integrationist, who is loudly trying to get Caucasoids to change small, inconsequential aspects of their reality to suit stolen Africans. They never call the entire Caucasoid system into question. They just demand a black space in it. Instead of using one's energy to create employment, they will demand Caucasoids hire stolen Africans, no matter the name or hairstyle. Instead of using one's energy to create 
African centered style communities. The militant integrationists will demand Caucasoids stop harassing stolen Africans, whatever they are doing, right or wrong. This 30 minutes sucks. We've already stated that most military integrationists have no nation-building concept outside of only making America a better place. So a lot, not all, but a lot of military integrationists are cause or issue-focused, and they attempt to drain all people's energies and resources into causes and issues solely. What this subgroup of militant integrationists do not understand, (laughs) please hear this, is that if their particular issue or cause, be it police brutality, domestic violence, bad health, violence, infant mortality, political prisoners, whatever, if this singular issue is solved completely, will that end? Stolen Africans suffering. If this cause is solved, will Africans be able to house, close, medicate, educate, and defend themselves? I won't go back. I, I see the time is dwindling down, but that this is a key in how to spot some militant integrationists. So I'm gonna go back. A lot, but not all, militant integrationists are cause or issue-focused, and they attempt to drain all people's energies and resources into causes and issues solely. What this subgroup of MIs do not understand is that if their particular issue or cause, be it police brutality, domestic violence, bad health, violence, black-on-black violence, infant mortality, political prisoners, whatever, if this singular issue is solved completely, will that end stolen African suffering? Is this, if this cause is solved, will Africans be able to house, clothe, medicate, educate, and defend themselves? This type of militant integrationist takes their issue, their cause as the totality of the movement. And anyone not down with their cause is somehow anti-black. To put this bluntly, these people need to know their damn role, point blank. When our African nation is more operable, these individuals maybe could be the bureau chief of the political prisoners department, or they could be the president of the anti-police brutality department. Etc. These folks could serve as essential cogs within the functioning African nation, but their causes in and of themselves are not the African nation. These causes are highly reactionary, always reacting to a pressing concern, cause, or issue. The creation of our African nation is proactive addressing issues of Africans before they become detrimental, and also attending to the general care and well-beings of Africans within their reach. So this part is key, too. While both arms are needed, 
the nation-building arm must take priority. The causes and the issues arm and the nation-building arm, where we're at right now, they should coexist. I, I think on the past show I, I called it the Band-Aids, the Band-Aid solutions. We're, we're big on Band-Aid solutions, but we don't want to fix the whole thing. But you need people dealing with Band-Aid issues, so I'm not saying that, or causes and issues, because we got so much shit going on with us and to us that we do need folks centered on that. But we also need people who are – we need the majority – of the, the African-centered, pro-black, and black nationalist camps focused on nation-building and not just being caused and issue-oriented. Um, damn, time is already up. <laughs> so if you want to get in and maybe add in anything to the discussion. Yes, Brother Heru, I, I got you. I take care of you. Um We'll go ahead and play to close, and then we'll continue. 760-454-1111. A Bibi Fahodier, Total African Liberation. of European control works is that you have to accept a concept of reality which makes them superior. If you deny that, their thing will not work and they will lose their control. Okay, looks like we're still on. Okay, so we get an hour now, so they will reduce from two hours to one. I want to get this song in again, because I just <laughs> see if they let me. Fuck out. I think it's scary when black folks think they're American I really can't explain it The devil must have preparing them I am the child of God Son of our moon raw The pyramids and Kemet Are aligned with the stars By calling me an American You call me a slave And I continue to play the role That's just a part of the game But I know who am I And I know who are you We are two black victims Of the red, white, and blue, nigga That's what they call you Matter of fact, that's what we call you rather use that inverb over calling me brother Them is your uncle, only cousin, brother, rape your mother I think they made it very clear they want to take us under This is ridiculous, the Tuskegee experiment I hope that y'all are listening They gave black people syphilis How the fuck are you a citizen? Pledging the allegiance to the land of the murderers And home of the demons From New York to Hollywood is possession of stolen goods They murdered all the natives I hope this is understood they kidnapped your ancestors, murdered your grandparents, exploited all your people, man. They pillaged the whole planet. You align with 
them, you align with death, and I'ma call you a traitor, so just mind your steps, coward, the 4th of July, goddamn lie, I pray God will open the sky, and call these devils to fry, fuck, I'm here to give explanation to what's happening, and prevent further desecration of the African, concentrating on the fact is when my pen was given oxygen for me to breathe into the lungs of men, women and children, and tell them to stop the killing of your own, cause now we revealing the villain, it's the removal of American brain lock, that keep us in the business of increasing our grave plots, if not, mentally we'll rot, you think not, that's why all these years after slavery we still in the same spot, you think it's different cause you don't see a chain in a lock, well check the lack of change in your pocket and no escape from the block, uh-huh. see when you try to be European they tell you something to believe in, when you too black, too strong, you too wrong, in a demon, but he creates the diseases of destruction for no reason, if you American, why do their diseases dominate black regions, what's the point due to slavery, my people are already weakened, uh-huh. so there's no way I'ma sit here, turn the other cheek like a deacon, when I'm not the origin, but why my people should be beefing, meeting and organizing on how we wise and we rising, African is legend, American is embedded, black with no culture, you can't gain independence, no sugar-coated message, I only know truth, all false truths we know with no truth for progression. None. How dare they teach us about their great depression? How dare you? That time was no different than our great oppression. No it hasn't since ended, it's worse now. You befriended. Yep. If you are American, the Constitution wouldn't need no amendments. Right. We need African acceptance. Uh-huh. Cause we are the true descendants uh-huh. of the victims of crime committed to achieve American acceptance. Shit, shit. United Front, yo. Yo, we preached it in here today. It ain't Sunday, it ain't no church, but shit. My the good Lord is in the building when you drop that. That crap, they don't want to hear that. You understand that? Some of my old people don't want to hear that. But you need to hear that. I know you need to hear that. I don't care what you want. I'm going to give you what you need, because I love you. Black people, black power. My we out. We out. Why they say we need African acceptance because we are the victims of those that have been trying to get American acceptance. And so while I know some folks think or may be thinking that I'm talking about two specific individuals, I'm not necessarily talking about two specific individuals more than I'm talking about a, a, a grouping of people within our camps who just need to get more information, basically, or who need to get out of our camps and, and, and go to the Democratic Party and go do some voter registration drives and go get your, your red, white, and blue flag. You know, <clears throat> that's what needs to be going on. So so while, while, so I am addressing a larger group of folks who do exist within our camps who, again, either A, need more information or B, need to leave our camps um, and go go do what they really want to do is to integrate and assimilate within this American thing. And instead of trying to drag us down with them, they need to go be off, do their thing. I'm sure they get some grant and some money from some Cargozoid or Cargozoid-loving people and do they think, but they do not need to be up in our face or if they got blog talk shows up in our ears confusing the issue. And so hopefully I pointed out some key things to listen to. 
listen for. What is their relationship to Africa, to African information, to African culture and African worldview? Are their solutions looking towards looking at the best of our African past and updating it, modernizing it without westernizing it for the present day, or are or are they just trying to make this Caucasoid system, whatever it is, whichever angle, socialism, communism, capitalism, conservatism, liberalism, all of that, are they just trying to paint that black? That, that that's key in how to spot some of these MIs, some of these military integrations. And we have, and, and I'm working hard not to name names, so I feel like doing that right now. Uh, but we have some prominent folks who I would put in the military integrationist form. If one side of your mouth you're talking about Afrocentricity, but out the next side of your mouth, you talk about multiculturalism. That could be problematic depending on how you do it. And based on how this particular individual does it, it usually weighs more on the multiculturalism side. African folks have never had a problem <clears throat> with trying to understand everybody's angle or everybody's role within history. Our issue has always been for the last 600 years is understanding who we are and our place, in our rightful place in history and regaining that rightful place by re-understanding and reapplying our information. And that's where the emphasis of all of our institutions and all of our books need to be at. So anyone coming into our camps trying to lecture us about multiculturalism, is, is is basically lecturing us about some bullshit. <clears throat> and so so yeah, so so folks have been outing themselves more and more by again, you have genuine questions and then leading questions. Now, and and I, like I said, I've been doing this about 15, 16 years, so I ain't got all the answers, but I think I'm pretty good at determining what a, a, a genuine question is and a leading question. And when folks ask genuine questions about Africa, I give them genuine answers. Or if I don't know, I point them to someone who does, or I can point them to some resources to get those answers. But you have certain some individuals who ask leading questions about Africa. What that means is they don't really want to hear your answer. They just want to pontificate about how Africa is bad, how Africa is messed up, what is an African idea. Some clown fool asked me that <laughs> last week. What is African thought? If you don't know about African thought, then let me list some books. And, again, those four folks that I mentioned – Ani, Okoto, um, Cambon, and Nobles, they, those four are magnificent in their works on, on breaking down the African reality, 
Mama Marimba Ani and her book, Let the Circle Be Unbroken, and looking directly at the African worldview and African spirituality. Uh, all of Baba I.J. and Mama Kuyo Koto's books are dealing with um, the African-centered reality, whether it's nation-building, whether it's their um, CB social studies curriculum, or whether it's their master work, um, um, the Sankofa, Sankofa Movement, Reaffinization and Reality of War. You can practice right now, with what's in print, you cannot get a better book explaining what the African way is, what the African worldview is, and practical stuff. Half of the book is theoretical and half of the book is practical. Um, practical concerns, looking at relationships, how to pull together an African-centered relationship, looking at spirit um, from an African understanding, um, pinpointing the identity piece. So, so that a cultural book... Sankofa Movement, Raffinization, and Reality Award, that's the whole title. That is a magnificent, magnificent book. If you can get a hold of that, do so. Then you got, of course, Wade Nobles. Uh, he's got a few books, but his, if you want to get a lot of his thought in one book, you want to pick up Seeking the Saku, S-A-K-H-U, Seeking the Illuminated Spirit. Uh, that book is a, a, a compilation of a lot of his um, papers and a lot of his um, seminal works. Uh, again, walking through the African identity, letting us know that we're African, things like that. So I'm saying, that if and then, of course, I'm sorry, Dr. Kobe Cambone, he's written three major books. Uh, but the, 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 the main one, the main one that people need to look at is The African Personality in America. By Kobe Cambon, K-O-B-I, um, last name, K-A-M-B-O-N, the African personality in America. So the information is out there. So these militant integrationists, when they ask their leading question, that's why I started it off. They, they, they don't have enough information about Africa to fully be engaging in the discussion. And so you have some who, if you if they were to get off their asses, read a little bit more of the books within the camp that they say they profess to be in, the, the, the pro-black and Afrocentric, African-centered, read some more books, watch some more YouTube, go to some more um, lectures when they come to your town, and then create, and then start infusing those African values within your organization. That's the other thing. That that's the application. You can get disparate information, and you can make that into a workable knowledge. But until you have done it for some time and applied it, does it become wisdom? Most of us are caught up, and especially militant integrationists who don't want to have anything to do with Africa, we're caught up in information. Information, just facts and facts and facts. And we have no idea how to make it applicable knowledge, and we don't apply it to our lives over at least five, seven, ten years to attempt to reformulate it into some wisdom. But we think 
by just having bits and pieces of information, however scattered they may be, then we can engage in deep philosophical discussion with other folks who have been doing this with 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 highly respected elders for 16 years and and have intelligent conversation. And then they don't want to shut up and listen when folks tell them, well, there's another way of looking at it, or did you add this bit of information in, did you add that bit of information in, and America's done this, this, this. Then the ego gets in the way, and they don't want to listen. So so, so there's a whole bunch that's going on with this militant integrationist that, 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 that seems to be some ego needs that didn't get met so now they're trying to get them met within a black audience and, you know, our xenophilia, our love for everybody. Uh, we take them on in and they get a nice little following and then someone else comes in and critiques them and they don't listen to the critique. They didn't just try to bash. Um, but then you've got the, 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 these MIs who don't want anything to do with this Africa shit as they would call it. They just want America to be fair to them. They just want America to live up to the words they put on their paper some 200 years ago. They just want access 